welcome back to Two Sisters and Their Dramas. It's your girl, Nay. And of course, it's your big sis, Chan. So what's up, Chan? What's in your cup? Well, we are actually recording on a Monday today, which is a little bit different for us. Um, so in honor of today being Monday, I decided that we needed to have a margarita on Monday. Margarita Monday. And actually, it is 5 o'clock. Somewhere. Yeah, that's true. So we're having margaritas today in honor of today's episode of I Promise You the Moon. Episode three. We hope, of course, you guys are joining in with us for a cocktail. Or mocktail, water, juice, whatever you like. You know, we want you to have a little little something to sip on while we're listening and talking about these podcasts. Um, So without further ado, I don't think we should wait any further because y'all, let me just tell y'all, just just for a second, let me just <laughs> let me let me just get my head together because yeah, yeah. episode three, it was a lot, but it wasn't a lot. They've you know, done that very well this season. They spaced it out because you could say for the whole hour and plus of the show, probably thirty-eight, and I'm rounding up minutes was just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah, it was a little bit of a filler episode. Yeah, but then when they decided to come with it... They smacked you in the face. As well as O.A. and Tay did a little smacking. But we'll get into that later. (laughs) So, uh, let's jump right in. So, tell us a little bit about the episode. Just kind of get us in the right direction for episode three. Um, I'll say this much. They start this year off as juniors. Absolutely. It's uh, year three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are seeing that Ted is coming into his own confidence. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely got some fire red hair. Yeah. Uh, That's OA. Oh, you're right. That is OA. My bad. OA stepped into the scene with that fiery red hair because he wanted you to know that, listen, I am who I, I am. I am who I am now. I and know who I am. In that same breath, Ted is feeling away. You know, as we found out as a few minutes into it, he was just like, you know, well, he had his parents buy him a car. And He's a hater. Is he salty for that? Bit. He was a bit of a hater. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Do you think he was being a little salty? I'm sure. I think maybe he just feels like, oh, he has always had it easy. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not so easy for him. So I can see him hating a little bit. I mean, I agree. It always has. I think I said this in the previous podcast. I don't know for this season or for the previous. That OA has kind of had it easy. I mean, he can't help it that his folks are rich. He can't help that. But Ted did notice it and he does feel away. And he is perfectly entitled to feel how he feel about it. But also, if that's your man, you shouldn't feel salty because if he wins, you win. Right. So and clearly... OA has actually been making sure that if I'm above board, you're going to be above board too. You can ride my car. You can go wherever you want to. You can do what you want at my crib. I mean, he offered him to stay at his apartment. You don't have to stay in the dorm. You can stay in my apartment. I will say that OA has, in what I've seen in year three of their journey, Mm -hmm. he is the one that is still like, I'm going to continue to put in the work. The most, if we're measuring work, I think OA, you know, he, so far from what we're seeing, you know, he's the one that is, let me communicate to you more frequently, you know, and Ted kind of is just like, eh. I'm going to be actually on the opposite of this one. Because what? as his friend said, 
you're not really trying to kick it with him like you used to either. No, oh, that's true. That you guys are both interested in at one point in time. Y'all aren't interested in the same thing. So, but that's part of life. Absolutely. I, mean, I think I, at any age you evolve. I hope you, you evolve. And, yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing. I think that's one of the, if we were to kind of have like some little agenda things that we wanted to talk about, which, you know, we don't, we just kind of run off the top of our heads when we're talking. But one of the things that probably that stood out, I think for both of us is that their relationship, number one, is not evolving, right? but individually they both are evolving. Absolutely. I love to see... Y'all know I said I was a little team tech. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You taking it back now? I might be, because he was getting on my nerves. Uh, you can't take it back. This he was episode. doing a lot in this one episode. He is reminding me of who he was in season one, and I couldn't stand that guy. I don't agree. This episode was very much reminiscent of season one tech. I don't agree. Well, okay. I do agree in the aspect of how deep he is in the theater scene and wanting to be OD with the theater and the theatrics of mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. However, I still think that he is not alone in the distance in their relationship. No, he's not. I think, though, I, and let me just pause by saying I commend him for, actually, I commend them both. Let me start with Ted. I commend Ted for committing, recognizing what he was passionate about early and mm-hmm, committing mm-hmm. to that. I commend OA um, for following wherever his heart leads him. You know, because most people, when you commit to a job, if you commit to a, you know, a a career, if you commit to a a, a program in school, whatever the case may be. You just stick to it. You stick to it. Look how many people got different degrees and they don't even use those different degrees. So I commend him for, you know, hey, I'm not really... No, I'm not with this. This doesn't make me happy. So I do commend both of them individually for those purposes because honestly, I don't have those traits. Okay. You know, I'm, your girl is still trying to figure out who she want to be when she grow well. up. But that's just me and that's neither here nor there. It's me too. I think it's a lot of people, but you know, we'll, we'll keep it going. Anyhow, for Ted and OA, the difference is though, they, and this is where we see a lot of couples in a lot of this genre or not even just this genre just on tv in general they don't communicate well and let's take that let me take that back people in life thank you it's the everyday person that doesn't know how to communicate that's true terrible that's true and we're seeing it with them they don't know how to communicate with each other because i think at any given time they could just sit down and just say you know what Hey, hey, babe, we're not spending that much time together anymore. What's yes, going on? This is where my problem is. This is what I don't like. Mm-hmm. But maybe they don't know how to say, hey, I don't like who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. That's a hard conversation to have. It's true. Uh, remind me before we end to circle back to this that thought because I, I want to connect what we just said to something that happens later on in the show. Okay. But I'll try. Y'all know she be forgetting. She didn't tell me to tell y'all something. On uh, what was the podcast that one of the earlier podcasts, y'all? It was with my boyfriend, and I still don't know what it was she wanted me to remind her about. She was supposed to come back and remind me to tell y'all um, something on. Um, gosh, what is the name of the show on Love Alarm? But anyhow, y'all was supposed to remind me too. Also. So I'm going to blame y'all 
and my sister Don't versus my you. memory. Yep, blame your memory. It's all you. Honey. It's it's never me. It's you. Anyhow, I wish that they could just sit down and just say, "Hey, we're not spending time together." Why not? Why not? Let's I don't there. because they both recognize it. Oh, yes. he had conversations with his friend. Uh-huh. Ted, you wrote it in your damn journal. That journal is the devil. It's a hundred percent the devil. I don't appreciate the secret. We need to have a conversation written on a book that you can't have with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I hate that Jai is the one who's reading it because everything about him is suspect. Right. I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you on that. And I agree that Jai is fishy. But you know what? I have some thoughts on him. And I'm going to tell you and just like... I want to go down the list of Jai and my thoughts. Because I actually took notes. You want to hear them? I absolutely do. Number one. He's shady AF. Why would you say that? Because he, you know, he had the class. And by class, I mean like Ted, the girl, and maybe a couple of side people. Um, Take these journals. I think it was like four or five that they passed out. You know, they had that little assistant passed those journals out. Yeah. yeah. And so he said to them by looking at Ted, I want you to write down your deep feelings. That's going to help you find your sexy, find your confidence. Um, and I don't know if that's normal. I mean, I'm not in the theater world, so I don't know if that's something that directors normally do. But it very much gives me Harvey Weinstein. Like, let's just go ahead. Okay, maybe I went to an extreme. I'm sorry. Hard. I went to an extreme. I take it back. But it was very, like, sneaky. Like, write down your inner thoughts in this journal. And, oh, by the way, I'm the only person that's going to read it. I find that a little shady. So that's my number one thought. Okay. You going with it or you got any comments? I mean, I feel like it's been take done sip. before. Mm-hmm. I feel like in other movies, shows, there's been a, oh, write in this journal, only the teacher reads type storyline. So I don't know if it's shady. I don't know. I've it's never seen it. Bit, um, Inquisitive. He definitely is wanting to know way too much. Yeah. But, okay. Okay, so that's my number one. My number two is, I actually think um, in previous episodes that Jai was low-key trying to flirt a little or he was just very in this observational mode of OA. You know, he was very curious about their situation. And that makes me feel like he is trying to break up a happy home because he just gives me, um, he just gives me that girl. He gives me somebody that I don't want around my man. You know, there are people that you meet in your life, ladies and gentlemen, please take note. There are people that you meet in your life and they could be cool. They could be your work best friend. They could be somebody that you go have dinner with and you will find that that person, if you are paying attention, you don't want them around your man. Pay attention. And Jai very much gives me, we don't need to go any further. Like in OA, if he was peeping game versus being with all his friends all the time, he would be like, hey, I'm coming up here to see about you. But that's neither here nor there. And my third thought as far as why I think that this guy is shady uh-huh. is because of the fact that everything that was written in the journal, he later uses that to start seducing him and he's single because he mentions also 
in later on in the episode that him and his ex are not they together. together yeah. Their friends yeah. have left and went on to college because they were seniors and they since graduated. Uh-huh. And so he knows always, I mean, Ted's business. He don't have a man. You space an opportunity. And he just gives me very much sneaky. You know, why do you want to see this man kissing this girl so much? I understand that that's part of the script. But the way that he was framing it was just very, like, sketchy. And then it's always like, well, let's go out to eat. And then he's asking questions about his boyfriend. Well, people go out to eat. And people inquire. People that you consider your friends. Don't ask me about my men. They inquire how things are going when you wrote a whole journal about it. I'm not. You shouldn't be reading it. How am I not going to be reading it? I'm the person you wrote it for. That's true. But you shouldn't even have set that up. The whole thing was just very I sketchy. It. I do get I it. I just find that something about this guy, this character, I just feel like he's trying, he's, he's given very much side piece, if I'm honest. Like, he's trying to be a side piece. And if OA was paying attention, he would come up there. Because y'all know I'm team OA this season. No, you were not. I switched back. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I switched back. Because, Ted, I told y'all at the beginning of this episode, Ted is getting on my damn nerves again. She cannot be on Team Ted to save her life. She didn't do nothing. I'm going to pause and get up off of Jai for a second because in this same breath, let's switch to uh, Ted. Because Ted also is being very much uh, a wandering peen. Absolutely. 100%. And let me go back to Jai and switch back to another point because y'all know your girl has ADD and I, I jump from all different cylinders. All the time. If, did you catch how Jai was like, hey, Ted, you know, when was the last time you had a moment, a romantic encounter? Draw on that experience to help you act. I mean, he said that for the whole class, though. So yeah, but he was looking See, at Ted. You're trying to make it be pointed. It was. the whole class experience. But I think it was weird that we're talking in this class and you like, hey, everybody's virgins or not virgins or what's happening. It was weird. But all that was for Ted. He didn't give a damn about if the class was virgins or not. And that's why I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think it was for the performance. Mm-hmm. I do think that, yes, there may be a part of him that is a little bit flirty. Mm-hmm. I do think that even at the end of the kiss, he was very much like, no, that's how you kiss this girl in this place. Yeah, but that wasn't until after. So let's just back up a little bit. Because okay. in that, when he was like, hey, y'all go ahead and do what you need to do. You know, okay, since, since it was for the class, y'all go home and you draw on your experiences. Mm-hmm. He went on, him and Ted went to eat. They and, you did. know, they were having a conversation. You know, and Ted, yet again, you know, he ignored OA because, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a little sketchy like that. I can't stand the dude. He just ignored him. He just I can't stand the initial thing he was going to say in the text. He reminds me of an ex, so maybe that's what it is. No, we're on that. Don't be so angry at the guy. I don't like him. You don't like that? I guy? said it. Ted. Oh, now you don't like the person whose team you've been riding for all this time? I said it. I don't like that. No more. After this. So let me tell y'all why. So they go out and they're eating their dinner. In that, Ted, if you've noticed, he always has these moments of, let me stare at somebody creepy. You know, let me, let me, you know, it's always an awkward something with him. That's just who he is. He's an awkward guy. That's most people. 
Tay is very awkward. You are attracted to something in somebody. You look at them. But he does it awkwardly. Like, it's creepy to me, the way he looks at people. Anyhow, so he started having those same moments, and it reminded me of the way he would share looks with O.A. You know, he would just kind of look at him just a second too long, which Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate on the behalf of O.A. Anyhow, what happens after that? He goes home, and then what happens when he goes? Actually, he doesn't go home. He goes to O.A.'s house. What happened? Tell him, sis. Actually, you skipping the home. We're going to hang out and have the conversation about my ex. Then yes. he went home mm-hmm. to his booth. They, yeah. I skipped that. But in that conversation, he was still looking at him awkwardly. But go on. Which we know why. Because clearly, Ted is the one that is like, hey. That's why I don't like him. You kind of cute. Mm-hmm. You looking a little fly over here. Let me pay you some attention. He's a but, dog. I mean, in, in all honesty... I don't care how committed a person may be. If you see somebody that you are attracted to, you're going to look. You can look. That's fine. But he does it so long, it's it's awkward. I feel like he is eye-raping them. Like, it's too long. It's too much. Did I, did I go there? I went there. It's too long. I'll be like, sir, quit looking at me. Yeah, but that's only if you catch him looking. They tend to, because Jai did. Man, it's only if they... Are caught looking. Job but like, you never know who's looking at you a second too long. You can't see everybody looking at you all the time. You feel it. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. You can tell when somebody like, okay, God, you looking at me something on my face or what? Okay. But back to it, the, the moral of this was happening. Your boy goes home and he smashes OA. He doesn't smash him. He put that ping down. Well, he needed to remember their first time, like he was instructed to do from class. I mean, and he took it there. And he did. And it was, it was sexy. They they definitely decided, hey, we're not going to be high school kids anymore. They are pushing the two. boundaries of PG-13. Would you say, I would, would you agree to that? I mean, they're pushing boundaries, but in the BL world, there's been worse. Oh, really? I need to get yeah, into that. It's been worse. Oh, wow. Introduce me. Tell me about them later. Okay, I got you. Definitely will. Let me check my list. Okay. But they went there, and it was really good. Like, I'm sure they obviously both enjoyed themselves. They woke up smiling in their sleep. It's been so long. That was OA. I That goes back to my early point. I didn't forget this time. Because OA, he did bring to Ted's attention that it has been a while. Remember how we were saying earlier, like, they needed to communicate they more? Did, but OA started the conversation. OA started the conversation. But Ted was also like, since we've done what? Or since we've done this? And OA was like, oh, yeah, that too. He was being a little coy. I mean, you know, it was cute. They're very cute together. I love them. Mm. I love them so much. Mm. I'm talking about them outside of the show. I love them. Outside of the show and this are two different topics. I'm just saying, I love them. I love them. Okay, so they had their moment. It was a good moment. I'm happy for them because I'm sure they both needed to release. Absolutely. In more ways. And then then also it was a connection for them because it kind of, anytime you have sexual relations, you know, there is some level of connection. Absolutely. And so that's what happened with them. So they move on, you know, the life goes back to normal. Goes back to normal. I found it interesting that Ted immediately, you know, back in the class, well, you know, he was, you know, again, eyeball and jive a little too long. 
Taz a hoe. I said it. He's not a hoe. How is he a hoe? He's only he only doing one person. He ready to be a hoe. Like, geez. I just think it's that one attraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he should have them, but I do think that it exists for most people. Okay, let me be fair. Let me be a responsible adult in my thinking and in my speaking. Because I, you know, we try to foster some type of honesty with this podcast. I do think that it is normal to see other people and think, wow, that person is attractive. Everybody does that. Okay, let's just go ahead and address that. I also think it is normal to think that I wouldn't mind having, you know, a moment with this person. Um, And maybe you've stared at them a little too long. Okay, fine. But I do think the Ted is bordering on the I want to act on it because he later catches Jai having a moment. And I also forgot my fourth point. I am getting terrible, y'all. Can I rewind? Can we just pause? Go for it. Pause. My fourth point was that Jai is bisexual. And that does not make him, y'all know, that doesn't make him a bad person or anything like that. But I think because he is still young, you know, he is exploring his options in more ways than one. And I think that Teh is already a confused individual because he is just now coming to a comfort with who he is sexually. And I think that that can lead him. You're taking him too fast, basically. You could take him too fast if they were to explore something. I just think that Teh is into all. Hmm. And he might be in the job. If he, okay, thank you. So I was gonna say because we can go ahead and you know wrap this up and then we can do an overview. Because if he was really into him, then why did he kiss him so long at the end of this episode? He wasn't in that kiss by himself, and actually, it was two kisses technically. Mm-hmm. He did a little smack, backed up, and then your boy pulled him in for a better kiss. Mm. Because I need you to understand how a kiss is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I told and you, Jai is shady. This is the type of kissing that I need you to do when you perform my play that I wrote. And we're also leaving out, y'all. Poor Oa. He's at home in his spare time between classes and school projects. He is doing the cover art for yes. Jai's uh, play. Because he wants to be involved in whatever And support his man. And you over here kissing each other. And. Hope y'all shady. Oh, and walked up and caught them kissing. Yeah, he did. I mean. That's how the episode ended. He caught them kissing. He was peeping through the window. And then he was about to bust in. But then he heard John say, That's how you supposed to kiss. We said at the beginning of this episode that this show was um, all over the place it and, takes you and it had moments of just kind of being a little slow, yeah. but when it slapped you in the face, it slapped you in the face and it Hard. slapped you in the face those last two to three minutes. Yeah, they good for that. They good for that. They, they did this right. 
They did. I do think that if we can just kind of go back to a couple of things. Y'all know how I feel about Ted. I don't need to repeat that. She's lying. Next week is going to be something different because for the last two weeks, she's been team Ted. I'm appalled. Whatever. Are you saying that I'm I'm all over the place? Yeah, I'm saying you wish you Okay. <laughs> don't tell anybody that. <laughs> so, okay. I'm wishy-washy. Okay, Hi. But Ted is, he gets on my damn nerves. And I, I never have taken that away. He gets on my nerves. This triangle that they're trying to do or whatever it is that they're trying to do with this Jai character, I don't like it. He's shady. Okay, well, question. If there was no triangle, they, what would be the drama? And for every show, there has to be drama. So what would be the drama without the triangle? You're right. There wouldn't be any drama. There would just be them growing apart. Yeah. And who wants that? No, I don't. Because I definitely wouldn't want OA to be this person that's doing... I wouldn't want it to be OA that's out here in these streets, you know, doing these things. Okay. I'd much rather it be Ted. Because he's been all over the place from the beginning. OA has been consistent in his... Um, not necessarily feelings of uh, Ted, but in his um, comfort with himself. Um, I still don't think he's that comfortable with himself either. He was more confident than Ted was. Okay. I mean, I didn't say I a lot. I just said the, a little. A part of the OA issue that we've been having is because he's been learning very slowly that he doesn't 100% know who he is either. That's true. And he's coming into it. Yeah, but I agree. I think it's taken him to get to this point to realize, hey, I don't want to theater. You know, maybe I need to try my hand a different thing. So That's I think true. that he's growing. I appreciate it. I think that Ted is also growing. Yeah. I'm not going to take it away from Ted. Mm. He is becoming his own person. I think he is slow, though, with his growth. Because I, the only thing that I'll say that he's slow for me in his growth is his views. Like, he truly thinks that if you are my friend and we are in this acting journey together, then you have to stay with it just as much as I'm staying with it. I, I think that that's the one thing that he has not grown because you have to know that people change. People have different responsibilities. You know, like his friend that graduated, the girl from yeah, um, Kim. Kim, when she needed to go out and take care of herself financially. And she was probably, probably a better actor than he is. But... She needed to do what she has to do. And I think that's where he can probably do some evolving with. Absolutely. Also, he needs to do some evolving with understanding that in your relationship, it's okay for your partner to have things differently than you. And I think that is the root of why he's attracted to Jai. Mm. Wow. Okay. So we're going to dig into this a little bit more. I think that's why he likes Jai. So maybe we'll find out next time on episode four of I Promise yeah. You the Moon. Uh-huh. So this has been a good one. Y'all know how we feel about, well, y'all know this this BL journey has taken me through the gigs. Listen, she's not ready for some of the real ones. This one, this one is a nice, nice, beautifully done. This is top notch, but there are definitely some that are a little bit more raunchy. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some with a lot more drama. There's definitely some with some nice looking people. The BL world is phenomenal. If you are not into it, please get you some boy love in your life. It's amazing. Absolutely. Get you some boy love. Y'all know that we have started watching um, Nevertheless. Uh-huh. With her boy sometimes. Yes. And I am... I got thoughts. We told y'all that last time, so... I mean, who doesn't have thoughts? If you don't know nothing about nothing when it comes to Nevertheless, just know 
your boy to fuck for. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk. Yeah, you. I, I'm so glad that you put that out there because he is. Hands down, that's what he is. So as we come to a close with My Unicorn Girl, because the next time on our next podcast, we'll be closing that one out. Yeah. And then after My Unicorn Girl ends, we're going to be jumping right into Nevertheless right and um, finishing up with I Promise You the Moon. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go ahead and just say, Y'all have a cocktail with us these next couple of weeks of podcasting because y'all, I probably will need to go to some type of support group because these shows are just really making me have to have more than one drink. (laughs) So we appreciate you for joining in with us so far on this journey with us of our podcast. This is episode three of I Promise You the Moon. Until next time, we will be in touch. And again, don't forget to have a cocktail. Or a mocktail with oh, us. Mocktail. Well, holla, you guys. Deuces. Bye.